With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
you know, there's some things that we're going to divulge to tonight. Um, we've got to give credit where it's due. Yes, Vince McMahon is one of the longest tenured uh, wrestling promoters of current time. Um, the only other one, because there's going to be a few that qualify here. You've got to give Jerry Jarrett uh, his credit. You've got to give Sam Munchnick his credit. You've got to give Jim Crockett his credit. Um, Vern Gagne. Um, but at the end of the day, Vince stood tall. And now is, is Stephanie McMahon in charge in front of the camera? Yes. Behind the camera, we know Whoa. that Triple H has been rehired as the VP, EVP of Talent Relations once again. Thank goodness. Maybe it'll be like old uh, NXT. Triple H wasn't really let go. He had to take a leave of absence because he had that major health cardiovascular issue that almost killed him. Yeah, that was killing him. So um, once he got all better, he's back. I am going to let uh, Sin and Crime Fighter carry on here. I'm going to take a step back just for a couple minutes here, and uh, we're we're going to let the uh, insight be spilled on what this means, what this means for WWE. We almost we, – we got the wool pulled over our eyes at the end of SmackDown here tonight. Um, there were reports that Brock had walked out of SmackDown, but evidently that wasn't true, or they got him to do this, or God only knows. All right, I guess I'm going to start. Well, you know, in the last few weeks when all the scandals, this all this hush money was supposedly paid out to these women because he was, I guess, engaged in conduct that uh, would uh, send the speaking out movement into a tizzy. Well, all this talk about, oh, Vince McMahon's going to go. Oh, Vince McMahon's going to be... Thrown out WWE is like, I never believed it because how do you fire an owner? Vince McMahon's been the owner of WWE for, yes, some odd years. And then his, ever since he started, I guess, in the, what, early 80s, late 70s with the Worldwide Wrestling Federation? Yeah, he changed it. Oh, yeah. Short I don't know what you said there because it kind of broke out. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm on my phone. A uh, piece of my computer is not working. That's better. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I tried to get the phone closer to me here. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I, I responded to something you said. What did, what did you say? Uh, he well, was talking uh, about uh, 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 Vince owning the company for 40 years. And changing the name. Oh, well, um, company for years. Oh, yeah, How do you yeah, fire I'm, an owner I'm, with all the scandals? Re, 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 rebranded, renamed it, and then basically took over all the damn territories is what he did. I mean, let's face it. We've never seen anything like a Vince McMahon in wrestling where he just – we've seen guys take over states or territories, but not somebody just coming in and be like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the whole market. You know what I mean? crazy if you think about it probably i don't know if it's ever gonna happen again ever i mean i mean i feel like there's always going to be like an aew or an impact or at least something else around where guys can go other than wwe and make a living well yes 
right now, yes, there's several places that have kind of risen up that are not – it's not all Vinnie Mac controlling everything. That's correct. Obviously, we talked about it. The- we talked about it last night, Ring of Honor pay-per-view tomorrow night. Um, you've got just so many things that are happening in the world of wrestling. Um I don't know. Like I said, I want to give credit where it's due, and and we do need to talk about this. There's more major announcements coming out of the land of the NWA. Um, oh, we've got can, Rand- I one can I just yep. ask Crime Fighter one thing on the last subject? What yeah. was your reaction to the crowd booing when, when they mentioned he was stepping down? Do, do you feel they should have booed? Like, not they weren't booing him. They were booing against the fact that he was stepping down. Um, do you think that was classy? The crowd. You... But the speaking out moments, the hush money, the so-called scandals that were supposedly happening, this crowd did not care <laughs> No, about that. They uh, obviously, I mean, the last few weeks, Vinnie Mac was coming out in full defiance. Of the news yeah. that been circulating in the wrestling media. And the crowd was just loving eating it up. There were yeah. excited. Everybody, it's like, like, it's just like in your face to people. I don't know what you said, but it's basically an in your face to the cancel culture crowd. It's well, what I was guys. saying is, yeah, it really seemed like a, uh, uh, like, the last couple times he was on TV, I was saying Raw and SmackDown. The, I think the pop was for, I think people felt like, hey, we might not ever see him again, especially live. You know what I mean? For those people. And I expected yeah. those pops. But without, with his absence of being there, he still had massive fan support, which was a little bit surprising to me, given the uh, allegations. This this comment comes from the great Gerald Briscoe. Disappointed to see all of you jabronis celebrating the retirement of the man who created a world that gave you so much enjoyment growing up. If Vince never existed, all you marks would have been sad, would have sadder lives than you already do. That's yeah, I good. saw that. I like that. Um, uh, we'll come back to this whole Vince McMahon thing That okay. is the real premise for tonight But Crime Fighter, tell us about Because uh, you weren't on last night Tell us about Wrestling for the Cure from over the weekend Well, what do you, what do you want to know? Um, we had a retirement um, One of our 20-year veterans in Central Illinois Called it a career Stephen Bishop retired so that is in Yoder, uh, won the Dusty Cameron Memorial Battle uh, Royal Rumble. Um, the uh, Well, we have a new Cruiserweight champion. Sabotage Sean Logan took the title from Jake Lander in a two-out-of-three fall, kind of a three-stages-of-hell match. Because uh, the wrestlers could pick the stip on the second or third falls, depending on who won first. Um, the Bang Brothers uh, are the first Wrestling for a Cure Tag Team Champions. And 
and there has been no unification of four different belts. Back Daddy Dud kept his two titles. Storm Grayson kept his two titles when they basically battled outside the ring and got both got counted out. And it's probably a blessing in disguise because the commute for whoever had won all four belts would have been pretty brutal as what as the winner would have had to commute to Illinois and Alabama quite frequently. Um during one of the belts was out of the uh Deep South and the rest of the belts in the Chicago area. But yes, uh, the crowd was pretty big, and uh, it was a four-hour extravaganza, and I was bloody sore when I got home. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was on my feet for that long, and then had to, oh, put away the put away everything, too, so. Yes, that's a lot of help, uh, but that doesn't mean it's just a lot right. Long days. Show days are always long. I hate long uh, shows. Yeah, we were talking about the schedule of Starcast last night, and some of these shows don't start till like ten thirty at night. And this is why, well, at least like, at home watching it instead of at the arena. That's oh <laughs> uh, no, man. That at ten thirty p.m. bell time. No. That means I got to be there at eight o'clock to get everything situated. So hopefully at ten o'clock the doors can open. Uh, that makes for a, an even longer day. Um, what I do want to give credit for uh, is Wrestling for the Cure in their sixth year. There was a lot of money raised for a very worthy cause. And uh, let's go over with Crime Fighter again here. Your rundown of events for this weekend. Um, I am pulling oh, up your gosh. live journal. I got it. I got the live journal here. Um, bum, bum, come on. Come on, Bertha Fay. Hang on, man. Um, I, Chrome, Chrome is being a big power hog in the last day or so. All right, I've got it. Uh, we do have um, Dynamo Pro Wrestling on the 23rd, tomorrow night, Saturday night, St. Louis, Missouri. At the Concordia Turners uh, uh, Complex. Uh, do you know anything yep. about this Extreme Dwarfinators Wrestling? Have you checked this out at all? I know we've had so many midget it's sets exactly over the years. It's exactly what you think it is. It's it's midget wrestling for mostly for the adult crowd. Well, a lot of times mostly for the adult crowd. They do have all ages shows, but looking like the county fair, that will be all ages for the public to attend uh, the place where it's like I have Inner Circle Vodka Bar where they ran last night in Springfield, Missouri. That's an adult show. Blue Springs, Missouri, Side Pockets, which happened tonight, that's probably an adult show. So the the shows at the Montgomery City, Missouri, which is going the west side of the state, yeah, Montgomery County Fair is probably open to everybody. Kansas City, Missouri, the Mod Gallery in Space, that's probably open to everybody. Um, um, that's one fed. That's not the only midget wrestling group that's touring. Uh, this one yeah, most was, definitely is adults only, and this is <laughs> Micro Wrestling All-Stars in Washington Park, Illinois. I think it's a suburb of East St. Louis. That Larry Flint's Hustler Club, yes, you better be 21 because you ain't anybody under that ain't gonna get in. That's a that's <laughs> just more of a, yeah. a nudie bar, I think. 
isn't it? Um, you, know, you, might, you, might, you might just see Vince there, though. Oh, Jesus. Michael Wrestling All-Stars didn't even list this on their side. It was the Larry Flint's Hustler Club that promoted this event. So, uh, the Larry other Flint. thing is, yeah. the other show happening just to the south of Chicago on I-57 in Chebonese, Illinois, is Southland Championship Wrestling at the Civic Center. And then Sunday afternoon, St. Louis at the South Broadway Athletic Club, it's Glory Pro Wrestling. That's the remaining shows for this weekend in my coverage area. Correct, and I will pull up Chicago Pro Wrestling, and we talked about it last night, and this comes with an announcement now. On August 25th, we will have the return of the hardcore hippie Electric Eric Freedom on Wrestling Authority Radio as he will get ready to talk about his event that weekend up in Michigan. And uh, Sin and him will be talking about a match that they had way, way, way back in about the year 2000, maybe 2001. Uh, it was Eric Freedom versus Sin in a haircut match in Tim Lyle's Powerhouse Wrestling. So we will hear that story. We... Me and Freedom have so many stories. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> And I have wrestled so many times. We've even tagged together, I think, at, at different times in our careers. But, you know, but we mostly were always on the opposite sides. <laughs> he's either a good guy and I'm a bad guy, or he's a bad guy and I'm a good guy. Truth be told, the only time I've ever seen Eric Freedom is the WWE when he was, I guess, enhancement talent and getting beat. Yeah. In fact, here at Match with Bam Bam Bigelow is one that I remember, and he got, let's say, Louis Vachon in that match uh, got soaked by Doink the Clown. Eric Freeman walked over to console her. She shoved him away, and then Bam Bam Bigelow proceeded to beat the crap out of him. (laughs) You know, the berserker broke his jaw. (laughs) Yeah, that good old hus. Um, Crash Tested Wrestling tomorrow night, Hobart, Indiana. This is a good group of guys, a lot of good talent there. Um, you know, they're, they're doing what they can over here. Um, some former RWF talent there. You're going to see some great talent there. Um, excuse me. Uh, let's see here. And then the other big event tomorrow night, uh, it is Rockford Damaging Pro Wrestling, or however the heck you say it. Um, they are at the Teamsters in Rockford, I believe a 7.30 or 6 p.m. build time. You are going to see Electric Eric Freedom at that event, teaming with Jimmy Blaze. But other matches include, and Crime Fighter, you might be able to give me some more clarification on this. It is going to be the defending and reigning Damage Inc. Pro Wrestling heavyweight champion or, or champion, James Storm, the Cowboy, will be in Rockford tomorrow night. Taking on uh, who? I'm sorry, Thomas. I'm sorry. What was that? I just said I wish I didn't have to work, and I apologize for interrupting you. I'm sorry. Um, I really want to go to that show. Thomas Latimer will be challenging the Cowboy James Storm tomorrow night in Rockford. He is the former Bram. Um, you know, from Impact Wrestling. He's originally, uh, I believe, oh, okay. Um, you know, this is a guy that's got some tenure here that, uh, 
this this is going to be a hell of a match. James Storm, the Cowboy, and uh, Thomas Vladimir. And then they're going to be crowning their tag team champions. It's going to be the IPA against the BMI and the Revolution, uh, the Hardcore Hippie, Electric Eric Freedom, and Jimmy Blaze. And then you've got some other matches that will be taking place tomorrow night. Axel Rico against Mason Perks. Moondog Murray, who we saw in Marengo against Kazile. Uh, Tiny will take on Axel Abreu, and we saw Tiny in Marengo. The BOW will take on Tommy Heisman. Um, originally slated for this was supposed to be a death match with Masada. Not exactly sure what happened. Um, the other no- news that we broke last night, Crime Fighter, is Warrior Wrestling that was once owned by the Catholic Diocese uh, up around the Chicagoland area. They were investing in it. Uh, they have canceled all their upcoming events. Uh, they were supposed to have one tomorrow night as part of their stadium series. It's been canceled. All their upcoming events have been canceled. We don't know why. We're, we're trying to get to the bottom of that. I know other talent rushed to get booked where they could to replace this, know about it. Uh, this date. Um, it, it is very sad um, because Warrior Wrestling at one point, and I think I told Finn and even you this, Crime Fighter, um, at one point, they had done TV advertising down here. I'm like, I'm watching Raw or SmackDown or AEW, and there's the advertisement for one of their uh, events, which was in Tinley Park, I believe. So, well, they did a show uh, in St. Louis recently. They came down to St. Louis recently. Not they don't hold back. Doesn't sound like they hold back on the advertising. That's good. It's... Um, it's sad that this is kind of folding um, because, look, they they do do a good product. Um, they're, they're trying to do something right. But at the end of the day, if you can't pay the boys or something's going on here, we will get to the bottom of it. Um, there is something to be said uh, for biting off more than you can chew and – no, if you well, don't want to do too much at once, otherwise you might get in over your head and then get into the situation. From what I've Which seen, now, from what I've bad. seen now, unless they've canceled it, um, oh, I don't want to. No, I want to go back and read this. Please let me go back and read this without having. Oh, this is so stupid. This is why I hate Twitter. Um, Here, this is, I won't just read it on Facebook. Warrior Wrestling uh, is July 17th. We hate to share this news, but due to unforeseen circumstances, our 723 show is canceled. Anyone who purchased tickets should receive an email and further information will be forthcoming. We'll update everyone with info, upcoming dates as soon as we have it. Thank you. Yeah, but if you go to their Twitter, they are advertising an event tomorrow. Uh, no, let me. Okay, fine. I, I guess I will try to log into this Twitter, and then we have to get used to using the Twitter again. I don't like yeah. Twitter. Anybody that knows anything knows I hate Twitter, and this is why. Um, here we go. Oh, I hate Twitter with a passion, but yes, yeah, Okay, according there, to Pro there is other chaos right now. According to Pro Wrestling TV, um, 
and this this made this does not appear to be an old post. This was posted July twenty second at ten about ten a.m. this morning. Warrior Wrestling twenty three in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, Will Osprey scheduled to be there. So did they cancel this stadium series event in Chicago to go and be? I'm a, I, I'm utterly confused at what this what is going on with this company right now. Because, look, if you're canceling an event in Chicago, but you're going up to Michigan, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, because originally, uh, originally, uh, I'm going to, oh boy, I'm going to throw a theory out. Okay. You may not agree. What this could mean is they have the money to do one, but not both. True. Hence why they canceled one. Um, you follow me? Yes. Slated for tomorrow night in Chicago Heights was supposed to be Rikishi. You were supposed to get Athena versus Kylie Ray. You were going to get Team Rikishi, Beast, and Dan the Dad taking on Team Frank the Clown of Storm Grayson and Jake something. Jesus, listen, listen to this talent, okay? Some of these guys were just, are not cheap. Uh, this was going to be a stink face match. That'd, that'd be great. Um, Sam Adonis against Casey Navarro. Gringo Loco versus Commander. Rachel Elring versus Maxim Paler. Alex Shelley against our good old friend Warhorse. Tessa Blanchard against, uh, no, this is scheduled for Stadium Series Night 2 on the 20th of um, August. Too many companies picking that date. Too many. uh, um, But I I want everybody to hear me on this. Their season pass for these Stadium Series events, which included July 23rd, August 20th, September 3rd. um, Listen to this. Your summer season pass was $300. Um, they are charging $50 for field, $32.50 for um, bleachers, and $75 for the VIP fan fest. So I am not 100% certain where all of this money has gone or is going, but something's off here somewhere. And people, look. I, I don't understand. Um, I'm a little perplexed. I, I would I would say that look, if you're doing this event up in uh, Grand Rapids, then why the hell are you not doing this one in Chicago? I question that because at the end of the day, if this promoter, whoever is behind this, knows what they're doing and is planning a double shot weekend like this, then you got to have the money to do both because right now. If I'm an investor in this stadium series, I'm pissed because the first one's been canceled. And then I find out that they're going to take maybe some of this money that's been given to them already and shift an event up to Grand Rapids, Michigan. It, now, look, if they would have moved this over the border to Indiana, it would have been acceptable. But you're talking a big difference between Chicago Heights and Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, I've been to Grand Rapids one time. Um, I have been there. 
I, d- I don't. I question the answer. Whether I'll say this, throw this out there. It depends. You may be mad about how much you paid, and then the first thing got canceled. The quote we just got to see if they reschedule it. If they reschedule it, and everybody as a schedule a makeup date, then all should be all would be a bit better, in my view. I would. I would. I would agree with that, um, but I don't know. I, I question the antics. Um, so you've had some great events coming up. We know that there's more events for next week um, that are going to be coming up. What is this? Oh. What? M-Word Wrestling. Is this another? Oh, okay. That was another midget fed that we missed. Uh, just wanted to see. I'm we are um, going to see uh, another company running tomorrow night is Northland Pro Wrestling, has been reported by Steve Canton, the uh, articulator, Steve Canton. So tomorrow night in, uh, give me the event location, please, that'd be great. Burnout, tomorrow night in... Lake in the Hills, Illinois. Doors open at 4, bell times, 5 p.m., $20 entry fee. You're going to see Daisy Kill. I have not seen a lot of this guy, uh, kid, but looking at him, I'm going to send this picture now through Messenger to our uh, other co-hosts here. This guy's got a look to him, I'll say that. Um, somebody that I w- would definitely be on my radar to book just by look alone. Hopefully he's talented. Um <laughs> Burnout tomorrow. Uh, let me see if I can get a match card here. Damn, he looks like a million bucks. Uh, that's what I mean. You've got um, some great stuff. Tomorrow is uh, Northland Pro Wrestling in Lake in the Hills at the American Legion. Uh, you're going to see Marche Rocket, see Boz, Cody James. Um, Oh, crime fighter, help me. He was the lawyer dude at the show in Marengo. Eric Schultz. So you have a lot of good talent that is going to be a part of this event. Sky Blue will be there. Um, Sky Blue will be take. Okay, we have a mixed tag match here. It's going to be Maria or Mario Peruta and Shelly the Bombshell against Sky Blue and Gonzo, well, Finn, you can't you can't do the name Gonzo after uh, Brody King did the Gonzo bomb on AEW the other night. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure since you know it's legally part of my name, it's like a short version of my name. <laughs> you know, I'm, saying, um, I'm pretty sure I can still do it. <laughs> but you know, I don't some, want to. I'm happy to do it. Tomorrow night, the new Northland heavyweight champion, Cody James, will have his toughest competitor yet when Marche Rocket takes on Cody James. Go Marche. That's how it's a puppet, by the way. They I'm sorry, what was it? That's how it's a puppet, the great Gonzo from the Muppet Show, remember? <laughs> yes. That's, I, you know what? I made the same reference last night. I told him <laughs> I was a great Gonzo. It has to be... Team is blue and come out with chicken. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
Um, well, carry on. I've seen what Don's Obama is, and I would never do that to a person. That 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 move looks evil. <laughs> that was ugly, and we saw some stuff tonight that we'll talk about. But there's another company that we have uh, evidently evaded, and we didn't even mean to. Um, we have AEW, which I guess is now folded into another company, or they're doing this big crossover show. Oh, Jesus Christ, what is this going to be, for fuck's sake? Um, All heel wrestling. Yes, but they're combining with Wicked Effin Wrestling out of Wisconsin, which, by the way, you're talking. we've got a guy on the line that knows something about Wicked Wrestling and can show you boys a thing or two. Just going to point that out there. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know about this crossover, but I do know that All Heels Wrestling has been running for a while, and um, it doesn't look like a bad company um, looking at it. So they're doing a lot that they can try to do. Um, I guess their next show is this crossover event on the 28th that will take place in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Um, Hopefully... Ooh, damn, Mateo Valentine just slapped the shit out of somebody. That was cool. Uh, sorry, got got distracted. When I see a guy get bitch no, slapped like that, I'm like, Daniel. Mm-mm. No, that was uh, Mar- uh, Mateo Valentine. Um, anyway, folks, we've got some uh, breaking news out of the PWA territory. We talked about it last night. Miranda Gordy is going to be at the event that Matt Cordona is going to be at. This is lining up to be a star-studded event on September the 10th at the 8th Street Gym in Springfield, Illinois. Spencer Powers, if he's still the champion, must defend against Matt Cordona. Um, I've not seen a lot of Spencer Miranda Gordy. Go ahead. Say again? I, I was going to say, say I, have not, I have not seen a lot of Spencer Powers, um, but from what I saw, I liked so he is your regional heavyweight champion down there, and uh, Matt Cordona is going to be a tough competitor. I'll tell you this. He was – Spencer Powers was in San Diego for the Comic-Con out there, and was a panelist. So it's, it's kind of um, a toy collector battle between him and Matt Cordona. Oh, no. Uh, Spencer <laughs> Powers' alter ego, Pixel Dan. So he's been uh, kind of uh, making his name in the uh, <coughs> toy collection uh, scene. And, you know, Matt Cardona is a collector himself. So they, they've been kind of uh, going back and forth besides the wrestling, the toy collecting too, or action figures. But action that's figures, what's been yeah. going on between them now. Cordona is supposed to show up in Springfield for the Lucky Horseshoes um, on the 29th. Yes, it was a bit of a risk. Yeah, it took some uh, talking in. I had to ponder this pretty pretty much because, like, we're going to bring him back Cordona, like, um, six weeks after he makes an appearance for the Lucky Horseshoes. Well... Lucky Horseshoes is not doing a wrestling show, and if you're going to see Mike Cardona, you have to like be uh, purchase the VIP package. 
and um, not include admission to the game. Um, plus, uh, the mission to uh, join the meet and greet and watch the wrestling show is less than what the Lucky Horseshoes are charging, so... You're going to get hours of entertainment instead of just uh, walking in and um, getting an autograph and a selfie with Matt Cardona at the Horseshoes game. So it's, you know, we've got a bit of time to um, get those uh, meet and greet packages sold and uh, get a crowd in there. But August the 6th yes. starts in Beardstown. I won't be there for that because I will be in a tournament that I'm absolutely not going to miss. Yes, in the, well, on Ogden Avenue, yeah, <laughs> Brookfield. I'm not going to miss the tournament, but, yeah, we're having a wrestling show in Beardstown on August the 6th. Then we're going to have a festival show on August the 27th in Chandlerville at the Burgoo. It's out in the middle of nowhere along the uh, Illinois River. Oh, boy. It's going to be – yes, it's going to be – I went up. I drove up to Chandlerville to kind of check out the scene. Yes, it's a little uh, out off the beaten path, but it should be an interesting one uh, doing the – and it's a doubleheader, by the way. We're doing the Chandlerville show, and then we're making a – Beeline back to Springfield for the annual Toga Steve Memorial Tournament and well, that the Tag Team Tournament. Yes. So, yeah, we're doing two shows in one day. How much well, is be, back? No, that'll oh. be uh, that'll be fun. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, September 10th. Yeah, two weeks later, we're back. And, yes, yeah, so we got shows two weeks apart. So, yeah, it's. And then we're going to be back in Beardstown in the latter part of the month for another festival show at the Beardstown Fall Festival, which is, as a lot of people, it's in that every year. So, yeah, going to be lots fun of times. Good th- lots of good things coming out of PWA. And if you are looking to train to be a professional wrestler, contact the PWA Academy. These guys know how to do it right. They've been producing the stars of Central Illinois for quite some time. Um, we did break the news last night that it is believed that Dreamwave is not going to be a one-off. There will be a new Dreamwave heavyweight champion crowned on August the 20th, and there is only one man that I would have added as a booker myself to that match, and that's Matt the Money Cage. Um, other than that, they have done well in uh, giving a good, solid scramble match. The match that disappointed uh, Sin is Colt Cabana is no longer going to be able to challenge Max Caster, and uh, he has been replaced by the anarchist Eric Cannon. Well, 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 well I'm disappointed because, because of, Matt, uh, because of uh, Matt Cannon, or Matt Caster. I don't have a problem with the other guy. I just I, I I don't think he's a good. I'm going to use the term that we use in the business. He's he's not the best name, you know, for for what I'm used to from Dreamwave, and everybody was expecting to come back. You know, he's just not the biggest name, you know. I would have liked to see somebody I don't know, a little more famous. Eric Cannon's been a part of Dreamwave for quite for a very long part of its existence, but I did want to say the big 
comeback that needs to be looked at than the scramble match. The Central Illinois Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer, Acid, is coming back to action after being out of action for a number of years. He retired. I did not. I was not aware that he was. I love the title bout. I I love the title bout. I think they picked some of the best guys they could have for that match. It's a great lineup. Any of those guys deserve the strap. You know, they're all all super talented guys. I'm a I'm a partial. I'm, I like Brubaker. I like, I like Marche. Those are my two guys that I'd like to see come out of it with it. But, you know, hey, it's just me. <laughs> yes. Christian Rose uh, is in the match. But, yeah, Matt Cage, I don't know if he's even active anymore. He was not that long ago over in uh, SCW over in Iowa. So I don't know. But if you could, if you could add one more guy to that match, that would be it. Now, it comes down to the terms of who will they get as the surprise. And, uh, guys, you're going to have to bear with me here because this uh, computer here is acting all kinds of wonky here tonight. I am going to try to – boy, let's see here. Uh, Chrome is just – You know, I would – the surprise <laughs> the former champion, Prince Mustafa Ali, would be nice. I doubt it's going to happen. Well, I don't anymore. I mean, he's done it. Baby. He's done it before. He did it last. I know last show, right? Yes. He did, he did the last one. Yeah. Yeah. He made yeah, a yeah, surprise appearance. Yeah, he sure did. Um, um the one, uh, the one that. Go ahead, Finn. Apparently, H. Uh, I was talking to uh, Repsol about it actually. And he was telling me when he found he they weren't planning it. When he found out WWE was doing a show right by him, he actually was able to get a hold of Triple H, and Triple H okayed Ali to come over to the show, which is great. It really and that's is. what he did. He caught promo. Um, Shut up, cut promo. Acted as general manager, booked the match. There you here go. Is the- here is the thing that people don't realize with the whole CM Punk thing is he is actually not under a contract to where he couldn't work. If Redstone's got enough money, he can get Punk. Um, but I, I, I will say this in, in trying to book the things that I was going to book in West Dundee, and this was no bullshit because I actually uh, showed Sin the confirmation of this. If you got the money, you can book Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, whatever you want to call it. You're looking at about twenty five grand, but it can be done. If I had to pay Punk that kind of money, I think I would rather have Brian Danielson, other than Punk is an RCW original, so you could tie into that history. But Actually, actually if I was going to spend that kind of money, wouldn't we be thinking Undertaker? Correct. If you going to sign? And the thing we did not get to talk about last night with Katie, and I wish she would have been here for this, because she, when she heard this prize, she's like, she can suck my dick for that prize. Um, Sasha Banks is reportedly wanting thirty grand for uh, independent appearances or non-WWE appearances. And I don't understand how you can make money <laughs> off that. 
<laughs> I realized this. She uh, appeared in Star Wars The Mandalorian recently, so she'd be making doing the Comic-Con stuff. She's kind of branched yeah, out true. into acting. That's true. I, that's true. I didn't think about that, but still, for a wrestling promoter, like an indie promoter, to put out 30000 you you're, you're going to have to get a big venue, a lot of security, you know, it, it it would take a lot to make your money back. I think I think for that kind of money, I'd rather have Sting, and you could probably for that for thirty grand do Sting and still somebody else. Just gonna I mean, say Sting versus Sting, Sting versus Sting. What a great match that would be on a Jarrettroll <laughs> on a Paul match. Um, That's what anyway. we'll do. Yeah, I'll keep the Go ahead. By the way, with Vince McMahon gone or leaving and John Lartonitis gone, Sasha Banks may be on is it's a strong possibility that Sasha Banks may be one of the people that are gonna be heading back to WWE now that they're gone. Because I see the that. roadblock yeah, the roadblock Whatever issue she had, and yes, she had an issue with uh, Laurinaitis and Vinnie Mac over the direction of the women's tag division. They were just kind of just mothballing the titles, and they didn't like it. They put the belt on the table and walked with Naomi. So yeah, they're gonna. Very, it's a strong possibility they make it may return in the next few weeks. And there's some other names that uh, were. Uh, Suggested as possibly go, going back now that Vinnie Mac's gone. I don't know if you want to talk about those names or not at this point. Uh, well, there is one that is, uh, you know, kind of uh, more cryptic that we had just happened to find on the Twitter. Um, Bray Wyatt has created another Twitter. And he posted posted a graphic that says this, I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. And along with that post, he said this, Begin again, kid, it's what you do, as quoted by VKM. That would be, yes, that is one of the names. I have a few others. Hold on, let's but cut in. Comment on this first. Okay, well they've been they ran that really weird uh, promo thing where it was showing the history of like WWE kind of in a way. It was very spooky, but you saw gold medals like Kurt Angle, and you saw you know other wrestlers stuff. But then the door gets approached, and you kind of feel like it's Cody Rhodes walking through this. And when the door gets approached. It's just like something's pounding to get out. And there has been a rumor that The Fiend and Cody Rhodes was going to unleash him on Seth. I heard that before as a possibility. Boy, um, go ahead and give us that other list of names. Other possible possibilities? Uh, Giant Gargano. Oh! Uh, 
Here's the next one. Killer Cross. Yay! Oh. Yay! Yeah, they messed him up big. Are they going to sign Keith Scar- Lee back? <laughs> no, he's staying at AEW. He's contracted. <laughs> and the last name on the list, Braun Strowman. Um, who actually this is this might get sign lines. Uh, earlier today, Braun Strowman was repl- uh, was involved in a car accident. Um, he's oh, out of the accident. Good. That's uh, not good. He's unscathed, but um, boy, he got a close call. I like Braun Strowman. Everybody asked me why I would book Eric Rowan, and I'm like, well, because we were supposed to run December of last year. Um, Braun was not taking bookings at that point, and David Hero did not let it be known that Braun was going to be working for him. Um, would I book Braun now? Absolutely. Absolutely. Could you get Braun and Rowan together? I think you could. Um, you don't have Brody Lee anymore. And if Bray Wyatt's going back to the WWE, put Rowan and uh, Strowman together while you can and make some money off of it. These are two guys that were a part of that Wyatt family. And, yes, I like the Fiend character, but at the end of the day, that Bray Wyatt that would come out of that swamp with the rocking chair and the lantern, that was cool shit. I would book Ron Strowman. My favorite entrance is the original Fiend when you first see that lantern, the severed head lantern. There's yeah. something about that image that I'm just like, that's, that's it's still a, a callback to Bray Wyatt. So he is Bray Wyatt, but he's a different Bray Wyatt, kind of like the demon in Finn Balor. I have always okay. been a Bray Wyatt fan. Um now, um, we have some things here that we're going to – I'm going to watch this promo because what's getting done here is um, we, we, we're seeing a lot, and they're breaking it down. So we have the puppet in this cryptic promo, the um, – shit. I don't know what they called this puppet the the one that looks like the bird that was on the the fun house um, oh yeah 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 the buzzard oh, the, the buzzard. buzzard yeah um so that's in there and then you've got some other things that are going on in this some people thought it was edge because of the um you know, things that were going on. Oh, yeah. But, I heard, yeah, I'd heard, heard that, too. I'd heard it was potentially Cody, and then another one I did hear was more likely, though, Edge, because he, he went to the dark place, and I was going to let this monster out, which, after hearing that tweet that you were talking about, actually sounds almost accurate. I, I'm I'm hoping it's Bray. I really do. Um, but what Ed, what they're saying is Edge is going to probably be the one to release the theme because isn't his faction isn't his faction done now? Yeah, they turned on yeah. him. Finn, Finn is the leader now. Gotcha. So this 
I mean, you bring back the demon. Who who could face the demon, uh, Finn Balor? Well, you got to get the feet. Exactly. Yeah, for uh, a Like I said, uh, I had also heard that, too, that Edge possibly could be one of them. The Edge one does make more sense. Um, I would love to see Bray Wyatt return and, and, and get more out of the run there. Um, the other news that we have to talk about is this little sniveling shit of a promoter um, has no respect at all. And look, I am, I am going to call this out now. Uh, hold on. Oh boy, who who's who's been that? Who is should be sent to the cornfield? I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, if you don't leave me alone. You're going to have to send me home, cause I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Now, you might not be able to sing that out loud, but you can hum it. Absolutely, but what I'm not going to be is in trouble. Tony Khan on Twitter took to Twitter right after the news came out of Vince McMahon's retirement. Thank you to wrestling fans and your great support of AEW. I'm grateful to now be the longest tenured CEO in pro wrestling. Thank you very much to every single person who watches AEW on TV. See you tonight for AEW Rampage on TNT. For real? Uh, You're mad about that? I am mad about that. That is very disrespectful. That is such Bull crap from a guy that man he books like crap. Come on. I read that too. It didn't. I didn't get mad or anything. I was like, I think he was just. It was a kind of a sarcastic tweet. I hope. I hope. I don't know. Knowing Tony Khan. Tony, knowing Tony Khan and what we know about Tony Khan and his in, uh, conversations with Eric Bischoff and conversations with some other people, no, I find this to be factual. I think Tony Khan actually thinks this way. Remember, this is the man that credited that if Ted Turner would have been a better booker, WCW would still be in business when Ted Turner was clearly not the booker of WCW. Correct. What a sniveling little shit Tony Khan is. He's a rich boy wow. that's one of the professional wrestlers. He, no, what Jim Cornette has said that. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you were gonna you were gonna cut again. Go ahead. I was gonna ask what has been the public reaction to that comment from others that you've seen. Um. Well, there's 4.9k replies on the Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, well, he accomplished his goal. He got his goal. That's publicity right there. Um, a lot of people have replied that this was distasteful and, um, 
you know, there there are people that are really like, dude, when you pull in 5,000 replies and some of these replies, like, this tweet is going to age so bad and that guy's tweet got 76 retweets and 275 part thingies. I don't know the terms of Twitter, but um, we'll just call it Retweets are one thing. The, the one reply here that I do want to uh, read is, bro, the fact that you tweeted this within 15 minutes of the re- of his tweet of his retirement is weird. You are way too obsessed with someone who doesn't know you exist. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, here and we that, go. Karma, this like. This person, I this name I actually recognize, I think. Carmine Sabaya replies, Tony, let's examine your climb to success. It was 40 years ago. Your dad beat your mom. Then you were what? born. <laughs> you were immediately rich. Oh, the mountains you have climbed. Well, then the next not- tweet says, Watch people take this joke too serious. I thank you, Vince Tweetwoman. Kind of you, though, despite some obvious and unforgivable character warts. No doubt he has helped the industry overall tremendously over 40 years. Well, this guy actually thought the joke was was a joke, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's go further. Oh, go ahead. The, the messed up here that says... 2022 Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards Best Booker and Promoter of the Year Tony Khan. Yes, because that was okay, the actual ahead, thoughts Sean. of the one twisted mind of Dave Meltzer. Yeah, that is that is so ridiculous. Dave Meltzer is so in love with that whole company and all the wrestlers. Oh, I oh, I found something else. Go ahead, crime fighter. Oh, it, this looks like a clip. I don't know what it is from, but maybe it was a Steve Austin thing. <laughs> oh funny. my God! Chiseled Adonis. Six hours ago, there's like a 20-second clip. It's pretty old. Where Vince McMahon is looks a lot younger. A very young Stephanie McMahon, and then. Some producer walks over, says something to McMahon, he jumps out of his chair, and then like, where's that SLB? Where's that SLB? And a furious, and then just like charges out of the building. I wonder what the context was for that one. Anyway, go ahead. This, yeah. this is uh, just awful. Absolutely awful. I I would like. This little sniveling shit does not realize the people that he's going to piss off in these comments. I don't know that he... I I have been nice about AEW up until this point, but this is stupid. Like, this is literally you shaking the gun out of the freaking gun cabinet and shooting yourself in the foot. Because nobody... 
nobody views you as viable competition to the WWE. It just doesn't happen. It does not. I don't care how many guys you sign away from WWE. You are not vied or viewed as a credible. You may be the alternative. And that's the one thing that they are. They are the alternative that has worked because impact didn't work. And lots of others have come and and tried and and failed. But comments like that are going to lead to his own demise, to the demise of AEW. I want everybody to take a a trip down memory lane as I have extended tonight's broadcast. And uh, you guys go when you need to, and I will carry on as I see if it. We are opening the listener lines now at 515-602-9678. We do want to hear from you, our listeners. Reminder that calls are subject to screening and – the, the deeming of appropriation to the subject. Um, well, AED, let me say this. I found something. Go English ahead. Veto replying to Tony Khan. So Billy Corgan being CEO of NWA since 2017 doesn't count, or does all that burger sugar not allow you to read or know facts or count? Now, I didn't know that. Billy Corgan's been CEO longer. It's been 2017. It's been that long. Good grief. Well, I want to Five remind years. you that I, I want to remind you that Billy Corgan at one point was going to buy into AAW, which led to the birthing of Resistance Pro. Um, and he had hands in that. And then he was supposed to buy Impact. That didn't happen. And he went and bought the NWA. So. Corgan has had his hands in professional wrestling for quite some time. The thing about it is this. Comments like from a a sniveling little shit like Tony Khan, who is basically a guy with enough money to take uh, adult wrestlers and and play with them like he's he's a child. Um, This is not how you uh, gain fans. This is not how you do business. I don't I don't know what antics his father may have used in the football industry because I don't I don't follow a football, but I don't I don't no 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 owner of a football team would say that about another owner of a football team. No way. I mean, this is this is just this is distasteful, and um, Billy Corgan has done one hell of a job with the NWA. It's not to discredit what's happened out of AEW, but let's remind everybody how AEW started. You had the Young Bucks going around that really couldn't get booked anywhere else. They couldn't get signed anywhere else. Their deal in Japan expired, and they said, we're going to go to a building and and pack it with 10,000 people, and they did that with the first pay-per-view. And the, 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 the problem became... We're going to do this, but we have no idea how we're going to follow up on this. And then they got handed a TV deal. And then pay-per-view providers wanted more pay-per-views out of them. There's rumor in 2023 they're taking on more pay-per-views, kind of like WCW did back in the 90s. The problem becomes this. You have two weekly shows on YouTube that nobody gives two shits about. Um, There's talent there, yes, but... You have no idea how to format television. Jim Cornette's been talking about that the past couple of weeks. Uh, some people's DVRs cut off before the finish of the main event. 
So you take that into consideration, and you've got to think of everybody that is there that could help this young man run this product better. You have Jerry Lynn. You have Billy Gunn. You have a who's who of wrestling producers. I mean, Gerald Brooks uh-huh. is not doing it. Jim Ross. I wanna, Jim Ross. I want to make this, I want to make this point. Gerald Briscoe is not with the WWE right now. We talked about him a little bit earlier in the program. Sign him. Sign somebody that can teach him how to format television in an appropriate manner so we are not getting these, you know, it, it, it's hot shot booking is all it is. It, it's really hot shot booking. Hold, hold on a second. WWE. And WCW, for that matter, for years, have had overruns. You know this. Everybody knows this. You can't program your DVR to record 10 minutes more after the scheduled end of the program in case there's an overrun. Well, there's always it's... been overruns. But it's different when, you know, you, I I don't know, it's formatting better because promoters of the past and and, and people that were formatting television in the past, like when Raw was one hour, they'd be done before that time was up. Um, Well, that's because the network didn't give them extra time. Now they do. They've been doing, the USA Network's given WWE extra time. So did did Turner. <laughs> I know that, but especially the, during the, the night, during the Monday Night Raws, there were there was all the, that was happening all the time. Uh, you want to format week. it. You want to format it better so it's not uh, that's not happening. The other thing is they don't really understand, or at least Tony doesn't, how to format a program. Because we go from one thing that doesn't make sense into 10 other things that doesn't make sense. You've got 20 million promos on a program. And uh, we talked about Wednesday night, the uh, shark cage match that had no psychology to it whatsoever. Really? Uh, It's all promos all the time. They have very little wrestling. That's been the biggest problem with WWE. And all these BS finishes. But we got to go back to the premise that AEW was built on. We were promised an alternative that would be more sports-based, and they have turned that very quickly into an alternative to sports entertainment. And well, wait a minute, sports- wait a minute, wait a minute. When, when, when it was going in and we knew the Young Bucks were a big part of it, we, yeah, I, I, I think all of us, at least some of us, I, I knew there would at least be some, you know, spotty spot stuff that that's more wrestling entertainment than actual, you know, in ring wrestling. Cause the young bucks are more about wrestling. Kenny Omega, you know, he's a great wrestler. Omega could be a great wrestler, but he, he does a lot of comedy spots too. So, you know, I mean, realize the other thing is the wrestlers are using in some of these bizarre, matchups. And by the way, if you want to complain about what AEW does, SmackDown uh, apparently has created a new gimmick match tonight with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre and these strange little weapons they have. 
The What's his name? Fitz Finley used to bring one down to the ring. Yes, sir. Um, I'm I, I'm okay with that, but the shark cage match. The reason that I razzed on that is because you had you you had something happen in the match to cause the shark cage to come down, and then the guys could crawl through the space the bars of the shark cage. Why the hell are they in the shark cage if they can climb through it? Because Tony got money from the Discovery Channel for Shark Week, and they sent him that cage probably free of charge. So. I get why they did it, but they they took the psychology out of what was a great concept of a match back in the 80s and the 90s until uh, WWE did it at one point and fumbled it. Even the one with Enzo, not that long ago, was acceptable, but to have the shark cage there to to hype it, only to have the heels come out and, and be able to lower that thing, because they, they found the, the electronic control. It's kind of like when Paul Bear got the control of Helen Cell or whoever did. I never agreed with that. I was like, why is there no referee protecting this? Like, this does not make sense. I was going to uh, read this tweet. Well, well, wait a minute. I, I do have a comment for what Sean just said. Why is no one protecting this? It doesn't make sense. Give this to AEW. They were smart enough to actually have somebody protecting them. So, I mean, technically, Ruby Soho was protecting them. Okay, let me read this tweet because it may make you mad, Sean. Uh-oh. Written by Cap One. Tony, you did what Ted Turner couldn't do. You made Vince retire. Congratulations. Vince couldn't stand losing to you, so he took his ball and went home. Um, and I, I've got, <laughs> I, I have some words, uh, for that young man. Um, let me get my clip here. I know he doesn't, but you know what? Uh, look, anybody that believes that Ted Turner was the man that led to the downfall of WCW doesn't know jack shit. What led to the downfall of WCW was the merger. That merger is what did everything in for WCW. When you have corporate America making the sh- calling the shots in the wrestling business, you are doomed. Vince has never had to do that until he made the p- company public, but he's still found avenues to be the the head honcho of that company. Um, Unfortunately, in the case of WCW, uh, uh, Bischoff was going to buy it, but when he was going to buy it and they pulled the television deal from under him for TBS and TNT, why pay all that money for a a product that you can have, but you're going to have to try to go and advertise to other networks to get television on again? Um, it, it just it did not end up working in Bischoff's favor. But he tried to save it because a lot of people don't know there was uh, – let me Google this while you guys talk. Actually, yeah, I, I, I do remember. I, I America Online my... wanted to unload this thing so badly, and they just – and McMahon got it first, just basically stole the company for like $6 million. All the video footage yeah. – 
So he could launch it was actually, the network and there was supposed to be a pay-per-view on May the 6th of 2001 called The Big Bang, the creation of the new WCW. And um this is this what is I mean this they this is when WCW was actually going to go to the Hard Rock Cafe. They had a arena in the one in uh Nevada and um we're going to just do shows out of that until they can um you know do it. Here's the other thing. Joey Styles, Don Callis. They were even talking to Jerry the King Lawler to become the new voices of the new WCW. Um uh, hey guys, yeah. I just got to chime in really quick. I have to get to bed tonight. Okay. Um, but you guys have a great conversation on. I want to say goodbye to all the listeners. Goodbye to you too. It's an honor to be on tonight. And uh, I think this is a day we'll all remember in wrestling history. It certainly will be. Uh, we are going to roll on uh, just a little while longer. Um, you know, we've got some results here from AEW. Uh, Hangman Page, John Silver pick up a win over Butcher and Blade. And then we've got Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia. Um, Claudio Castanelli promo. Wardlow promo. Um, some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, on... I had it on in the background. Sky Blue wrestled a match. Yes. And Ashley... Ashley... I don't know who she is, but yeah, the... Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter just, I guess it was an extended squash, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Uh, the other show that is happening, um, you know, I, we, we said it last night. If you want to train, go do this Rhino seminar coming to Streeter. Um, but from my sources, I don't believe he will be wrestling. Um, it's, it's just a very odd situation with that, but um, – we will see. Stranger things have happened. Uh, Kyle well, Fighter, you got to go ahead. I will hand it to, I will hand it to Powerhouse Extreme. They now have a stable venue. They don't have to move the ring. They can run the shows and they can rent the, vil- the building out. Obviously, these two are partnering on this venture. Obviously, they've. Um, Developed this, uh, and you know, the truth of the matter is, so many malls are dying. Well, I guess this would be a strip mall, but right. No, this is not the first time that a wrestling promotion has taken up a storefront in a uh, in a mall. Obviously, Stride Pro Wrestling did that for quite some time. They had their dojo in uh, what used to be known as the Illinois Center Mall in Marion. Now it's no longer a mall. They're, I guess, dividing it up for uh, other things because it just basically couldn't. It was in decline for so many years. Ever since it opened, it never really filled the capacity. But right, Powerhouse may uh, turn things around now that they've got a stable location where they can run every month without having to move to search for venues, as you were saying. Right. Stay in one spot and run. It's kind of it's the panacea because it's like IWN Limited. They've got a venue 
they have they own their building, they have their dojo and they run every Tuesday night and the fans come out. Powerhouse, if they've got that similar situation, maybe they can turn their fortunes around after like how many years of struggle? Exactly. Trying to uh, we get will, going. Right. Go ahead. We will we will wait and see what happens on that and uh, kind of go from there. Crime Fighter, any final thoughts for tonight? As Sin said, this will be a night that, or a day we'll never forget in wrestling history. The day that uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon retired from WWE. Well, and I would say, we didn't really talk about this. Brock Lesnar, there were all this talk that he walked out of the company mad that Vince McMahon left. Uh, if he's gone, I'm gone, and then he shows up at the end of SmackDown. So obviously, right. the chatter of changing the main event at SummerSlam, and I didn't even touch on this. You didn't like the pinball scene. No, I. Well, I didn't realize what it was, and I and and Sin and I even said it, if it's in Tennessee, that graphic that they've got for SummerSlam looks kind of uh, New Orleans. So. And I don't know about New Orleans, but um, pinball, I mean, WWE's got a couple of pinball uh, releases out. WWE WrestleMania and multiple versions of that put up by Stern Stern Pinball. Um, No, I I mean, the the theme of the pinball table, uh, it does appeal to me because I'm a gamer. Obviously, right. I was not very good at pinball, but that's you know pinball is a popular thing. Believe it or right. not, every time it there's is. a new pinball release by Stern or Jersey Jack, I mean the pinball conventions are well attended. I mean the pinball expo will be coming up in October back in the Chicago area. I'll be there for that, of course. Right. No pinballs, but pinballs come back, but. Obviously not uh, not like it was way back in the like the seventies, <laughs> but the pinballs of today very technical and there's plenty of enthusiasts around. Right, and then um, the other news is that Goldberg was going to replace Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. So is Goldberg going to be brought back into the fold? We'll have more news on this hopefully next week on the program. Um, oh, the contingency plan. Hopefully. It was a contingency. Uh, it was a contingency. Crime fighter, anything else before we close here tonight? No. Uh, watch my show, PWCI, this week at pain.cc slash PWCI. Obviously, I am uh, on Pro Wrestling Epic, the last show I attended for the next couple of weeks. Then I got, oh boy, my flyer hanging, and then the 30th, yeah, I'm taking a weekend off. I'm not going anywhere. I need to do stuff <laughs> at home because the yeah. 30th, a gaming convention down in St. Louis, then the T20 tournament on the first weekend of August, and then the anniversary, the Gabbling Ghost anniversary, and then the changing of the guard, or the changing of the belt, I guess, where I hand the uh, Galvin Ghost Gamer of the Year title to the next Gamer of the Year, and I think I know who I'm going to be handing it to, but Doc Mac can always surprise us. 
And yes, they're expanding the arcade. They're opening a big expansion of Galvin Ghost tomorrow. A bunch, at least 100 games are now going to be accessible that weren't accessible for the last couple of years in some cases. Oh, nice. Ah, I would have liked to go up for that, but I'm booked for two successive weekends in the Chicago area, and I need to do stuff at home. That's right. Been kind of on the back burner. Yes, that makes two of us. So. All right. Well, we will see each and every it. one of you next Thursday night. Uh, Rampage Rants, Thursday Night Turmoil, or Wrestling Authority Radio right back here on the Evolution Radio Network. Follow us on the socials. Good night, everybody. Have a safe weekend. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.